Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. SEN Test Cricket for tyre power. Hitting sixes during the winter sale. Falcon tyres 25% off. Adam Collins, Brad Sunder Racing. It's Stubbs Day 1 here at Headingland. What a day of cricket that was. Australia all out for 263. England 3 for 68 in reply, but one of those days you could not look away from. Mitchell Marsh, a third test hunt in the side. He called it first. 118 from 118 balls on a pitch that was lively, brilliant, and everyone else largely struggled on, not the West Australian all-rounder. Um, what a brilliant moment for him, his family, and you've just been talking to him after play. Yeah, and he said something really, really sweet. Apparently when he was on 88, he thought about his father and his brother and what pub they would be at, and he said, I needed to get to 100 for them. It was a beautiful moment, really. Uh, and, you know, he's one of those really lovable characters, isn't he, uh, Mitchell Marsh? There's the reason why uh, he's been around this Australian team for so long. A, yes, he's very talented, and because as he showed today, and he's showed many times before in other formats as well. But it, it's, he's the kind of teammate you want. He's the kind of fellow you want around you. Even on a bad day, he's going to make you feel better about yourself. Uh, and uh, he also spoke about he about being nervous. He didn't want to show it to his dressing room. But just making his test comeback after all those years, what, four years, yeah. or nearly four years, he played at the Oval in the last test, last time around, after the urn had been retained. Uh, and to come and produce that, in the conditions that he did it, uh, and the match situation as well, what, 4 for 80 odd, uh, Steve Smith gets out and, you know, you make your comeback after all these years and you have to walk out to bat with, what, 15 minutes for lunch on yep. day one and it's cloudy, Mark Wood is breathing fire, Chris Wokes is getting the ball to hoop around. It was tough conditions and to do what he's done, uh, he did break the game uh, while he was out there. It was such a high degree of difficulty for all, for all the reasons you state because the pitch was giving plenty, Wood was bowling as quickly as pretty much we've ever seen in England with the exception of Brett Lee that's one spell but according to Crickviz database going back to 2005 I think it is so pretty big sample size to give a sense of how quickly Mark Wood was consistently bowling today he's walking in against that and sure he does give a chance after lunch put down by Root at slip for 12 but that'll happen and then the way that Marsh hit the ball after that with Travis Head down the other end getting peppered and doing his best just to hang in there Marsh was batting exquisitely his timing his array of shots, the way he cut, the way he drove, the way he pulled. It was a reminder of why they showed so much faith in him earlier in his career. And look, there might be a second coming of Mitchell Marsh. I reckon when he woke up this morning, he probably thought, well, Cam Green's the incumbent all-rounder. Yeah. This may well be my last test. A little bit like it was when Kawaja, when he came back at Sydney early last year. And we saw what Kawaja's made of that chance. Let's hope Marsh can do something similar because... If he can bat like that, there'll be room for him as more than an all-rounder alone. Yeah, and at a time when, like, I'm not saying there aren't a lot of middle-order players breaking the ceiling in shield cricket, but there aren't. So, you know, Mitchell Marsh, if he can continue doing this, uh, much like Usman Khawaja, like you said, uh, he can break into the side and there could be a possibility moving forward, say, once David Warner moves on uh, after the Sydney Test, where they could ha have both Green and Mitchell Marsh playing together. And why not, right? Like, obviously, that gives you so many more uh, bowling options. Uh, and we saw he take, took a late wicket as well today. Uh, uh, and, look, for me, the, the best part of today was, look, when you think of feuds and matchups in cricket you talk about quality and uh, you know one great player against another great player Anderson bowling to Smith for example in the series or broad to Warner 
but this was almost a battle of the elements rapis versus rapa and it was going to be explosive and it was explosive wood was bowling really really quick and then marsh took him on missed the hook shot before lunch but then came back and connected uh, and like he said he grew up at playing cricket at the wacker it was sink or swim against the short ball and uh, he swam and he swam to the shore and raised his bat yeah he he did and it was so nice seeing the australian balcony it looked like some of them were almost on the verge of tears yeah. i was so happy for him and i get that right like mitch marsh is you know in, in our job suite we we interact with the players in the usual way you would when you're on tour and he's a he's a belter of a bloke and you can see why they love him so much and why they want him to be part of it and Travis Head celebrated more than Marsh did when yeah. reaching three figures they put on 155 through mostly the middle session Marsh falling on the edge of that then there was the Mark Wood intervention not just Wood Wood and Wokes yeah. they took eight wickets between them into the side today but um, the way Wokes got the ball swinging picking up head then they astutely brought Wood back he takes four for five in a frenetic burst um, hitting stumps a couple of times blowing pads off um, it was the sort of spell that was a reminder really of what England could have had at their disposal if Wood was fit the whole way through and Archer was fit the whole way through they could have had that greater airspeed that they missed in the first two weeks totally I mean well, they left him out of the first uh, test uh, he was injured he wasn't fit enough to play the second test uh, but that was a point of difference they did not have in the previous previous uh, two test matches on dead pitches yes uh, and a credit to the pitch as well like this is what uh, happens we speak about how exciting a day of cricket it was pitch. you uh, leave something on the pitch like they did run oh, Graham you're not too far away from the curators I salute them best pitch of the series by a mile already yeah I know and it was breathtaking cricket from start to finish uh, uh, Mark Wood could bowl uh, at that speed and created an impression and like you said broad bowl beautifully with the in the first uh, session and Chris Wokes came back he's unlucky two catches going down on his off his bowling uh, it's rarely do you see Chris Wokes get angry but he was a little pissed off wasn't he when he finally got rid of uh, um, uh, Mitchell Marsh just before the tea break and then you said the wood intervention I spoke about Mitch Marsh uh, thinking about his father and his brother but, you know, Mark Wood spoke about it this in the press conference his parents had never seen him take a five wicket hole in the flesh so right. they were here somewhere so you know it's just the sweetness to this battle of brute force between <laughs> those two it's just it's beautiful it's like uh, uh, it, it is this poetry to to the brute force. I should say. There were some big moments for Australia late in the day. Cummins gets two. One of those was a fabulous catch from Alex Carey up and away to his mm. left that drew into focus. Bairstow's drop of Travis Head just before lunch down the leg side, but a conventional take. It was just here on his ribs and he and he spilled it. Not the first time Bairstow's dropped catches through this series, but Bairstow did well late in the day. One from 19, batting out. Um, four stunts as he had to do pretending to put the bat down I mean it was funny when Broad did it didn't quite work when when Bairstow did it but that's that's the way it goes he's still there with Root is there on I think 17 mm. overnight so the, two, the two Yorkshiremen return tomorrow the Western Terrace wasn't a major factor today because Australia in the middle session kind of drained the energy out of the England side but I'll tell you what if they get going tomorrow it'll be loud they were loud at uh, in certain moments and especially when Australia were on the field because suddenly you have Australia, a bunch of Australians fielding on the boundary right in front of you that's when they really found their voice uh, and you're right Joe Root played uh, a, a sedate but really good innings uh, it wasn't bad ball at all today mm. I mean except some of the dismissals what do you come to expect even without just by looking at the scorecard you know how Duckett would have got out you know just nicking one just short of length delivery um, Harry Brook followed a wide one with good delivery from Pat Cummins just kept flirting with it outside off stump 10 Look, balls nowhere near it Brook did he not at all he didn't look like a test number three to be honest uh, or test number five the way he batted today and he gets nicked off and Zach Crawley uh, 
play dangerously like he does and then uh, gives Mitchell Marsh his wicket. What a f to complete, like, you know, bookend what was a Mitchell Marsh day. When we get back tomorrow, Australia will still be in the lead by 195 runs. England will resume it. Three for 68. It's been a cracking day. We brought the post-game show to you for tyre power, hitting sixes during the winter sale. Falcon tyres, 25% off Adam Collins, Brett Sunderation. Good night from us. So broad fifth ball of the match from the famous Kirkstall A&M where Bob Willis did all the damage in 81. Bowls here and oh. edged and taken at second slip. Away to his left, Crawley. Warner's gone for four. Broad gets him again. Oh, and he races over to the Western Terrace, pumping his fists, trying to fire up the local crowd. Wood bowls to Kawaja. It's bowled him straight through the gates. And Mark Wood delivers for his country with the massive wicket of Usman Kawaja. The stumps explode. One of them lying on the grass. Leads. Wokes up to Labashane, delivers here. He's edged and he's taken at first slip. Straight into the bread basket of Joe Root. Wokes found the outside edge of Labashane a number of times. He's kept those down, but with lovely carry here at Headingley, all the way into the court. And England have a third after inserting Australia. Brought again, bowls to Smith, who's easy out for behind. Up by Nods, he's gone. Stuart Broad strikes or does he? We are going upstairs. We're looking now, he's oh, out. Side, yeah. Steve Smith is out in his 100th test. He's out for 22 on the stroke of lunch. Five minutes until lunch. Steve Smith cannot believe it. Bowls Marsh goes big. Goes very big, down the ground, smashes into the sight screen. There's that long on again. <laughs> he is 99. <laughs> well, it didn't matter that someone was no. on the boundary. He just went for it anyway. He actually, it looked like he was trying to hit that more over mid-off, though, didn't he? he but he, he ended up, see, dragging it. But he dragged it into the sight screen, so it didn't matter. Uh, he just wanted to hit that hard. I mean, he, the last couple of overs, he looks more like he just wanted to hit the ball hard than anything else. Mowing bowls, he cuts, he takes the single to backward point, he gets there! The understudy becomes the star attraction. Mitchell Marsh, what an innings! An Ashes classic. What a whirlwind, 24 hours for Mitchell Marsh. Yesterday, he wasn't in the team. Today, he's celebrating his third test century. What a hundred. Off 102 balls, he has crushed this attack. It's Mitch Ball. That. Yeah. Two slips and a bat pad. Wood again to Murphy. Full. Oh, he's chopped on. And Mark Wood has Pfeiffer. And Australia is all out for 263. Haven't they missed the raw pace of Wood? His first appearance in this Ashes series. And for the fourth time in Test cricket, he has a five-wicket haul in just 29 matches. Murphy's out for 13. Australia all out. 2-6-3. Cummins away from Never us around old. the wicket. <laughs> Never gets old. Kirkstall, Lane and Bowles here. Duckett edging and caught behind. That's a screamer from Kerry. An absolute beauty. Diving up across first slip.
did everything right with the footwork, timed his dive to perfection and drags it down for Australia. England lose their first wicket with the score on 18. Duckett gone for two. Lovely afternoon here in Yorkshire. Cummins bowls here and edging into second slip. It's gone as well. Brook in the channel, couldn't resist. Cummins gets a couple in a hurry. England already in the hole at two for 22. Brook gone for three. He hanged the bat out there. It was always a risk of catching the edge. Four plays and misses and one finds it. Jeremy Coney, that's bad, bad batting. From Marsh Bowles here, edging to first slip. He's got him. Marsh gets a wicket, his day improves yet again. Or is it an O ball? We're looking towards the central umpire, it's not an O ball. So Crawley's nicked off for 33. Australia get a third before the close of play. Mitchell Marsh, after a century, has delivered with the ball as well. Mitchell Marsh, firstly, I want to apologise for asking you that question all those years ago. That clip gets played out all the time, right? Uh, maybe I should do it again. Mitch Marsh, why do you think you divide opinions in Australia so much? Hopefully they're more on my side tonight, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, um, a special comeback to Test Cricket. Uh, you just said there, um, the love for the baggy green to put it back on your head one more time is what has kept you going. Uh, so just to be there and be a part of it and put that cap on your head again? Yeah, uh, it was a very special day. I was um, a bit emotional this morning. Obviously, I hid that in the change rooms, but um, yeah, sometimes it's a, you know, you take the long road um, at times throughout your career and um, I've hung on and hung on to try and get another opportunity to play in this group. And like I said, I, I've, I've still felt part of the squad. Um, even though I haven't added to my match tally. So um, I think that's a testament to our group at the moment. Um, but yeah, so good to, to be back playing. Uh, and, and I saw your training yesterday. I think that's when you found out you're playing. Uh, Michael Dubinit was shaking hands with you. I guess he's playing. And the documentary guys were following you around. Yeah. They were a giveaway. Yeah. Uh, so w at that point, what is going through your head? Like, you know, you heard that Cameron Green had, um, had a sore hamstring. Um, so what are the thoughts going through your head at that point? Um, excitement. Um, a lot of nerves, a lot of sort of questions. Um, how am I going to go? It's been so long, but I think um, I've worked really hard to get myself to a point where I can walk out with my chest out and be confident in my ability. Um, that always, hasn't always been the case in Test cricket, and I'm certainly not alone when it comes to that um, with young people's careers. But um, I walked out there today and, and wanted to play my way. Um, and you know, I'm a byproduct of the environment that's created. Our leadership's been amazing. Paddy, Ronnie, um, Dan Vittori, Diver, our coach, it's just incredible. And, um, you know, Paddy said that to me yesterday, if you want to go out and hit your first ball for six, do it. Um, and obviously I'm not going to do that, but that's the sort of freedom it gives you to go out there and, and just play. That's more. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. That's much better. <laughs> uh, and, oh, and you walk out the bat and, you know, within the first uh, session of the test match, Steve Smith's got out four for 85. And those weren't easy conditions to bat in. Uh, and to go in there, firstly, you had to survive that session. Uh, you still did try a uh, hook shot uh, of Mark Wood here. Uh, but just surviving that session, and then uh, how did the second session play out? Yeah, it was obviously um, a tough sort of 10 minutes there. Um, worst night when I first came back, going in before lunch at 4 for 80. Um, but, yeah, I, I felt calm, to be honest. I felt um, like I was able to get in the contest um, very quickly and I think in previous times throughout my career nerves have certainly got the better of me and you know um, 105 kilos uh, <laughs> when you're nervous and you're not moving as well it can 
it can really hurt you. So um, I've worked really hard on that aspect of my game and I was able to get through the lunch and then, um, yeah, take him on. And you did take him on. I mean, some of those shots were crisp and like you know, like you always do, you hit the ball really hard. But you also had someone like Mark Wood running in at full tilt, and uh, that was quite the battle, like in Bison versus, and whatever you want to call him. <laughs> yeah, it was a great battle. Um, like I said in the press conference, um, I've grown up in the Wacker, sink or swim, and playing fast bowling, and um, I've always think, thought it's a strength of mine. Um, I had to be on every single ball for Woody and. Um, I was certainly going to take on the pull shots if it was the right ball for me. So um, I think as a team, we've got to nullify him in the second innings and make sure we, um, if we can, whether the game throws at us tomorrow, try and get a lead in the third innings. And just about that, the match situation, I mean, you came back on and uh, took a crucial wicket as well. Uh, where do you think it stands? It looks like it's even, but the runs that you put on the board and the conditions, how do you pair them up? Yeah, I think <coughs> we saw tonight, even with one cloud coming over, the ball started swinging. Um, I think it's evenly poised. Obviously, two big wickets at the crease now, and then we get into their all-rounders and bowlers. So, um, yeah, we've had two benign wickets the first couple of days, except for the day one at Lords, obviously. But um, this is a great cricket wicket with a very fast outfield. So, um, we'll need to get stuck into it tomorrow. And just finally, um, but like you said, your family seems to be really happy, and I think I can confidently say Australia loves you. They don't divide opinions anymore. Uh, but just on that clip uh, of the Marsh family celebrating, where, Bali? Absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, my dad doesn't show a lot of emotion at best times, so to see him like that um, and the joy on his face and uh, my brother as well, um, they might even still be awake, so um, I'll have to go and FaceTime him soon. But um, very special. I knew they'd be watching every single ball tonight. And uh, I... When I was on about 88, I started thinking about my dad and my brother, um, just where they'd be sitting at the pub and um, making sure I got my 100 for them. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Mitch. Well played. Thanks, mate.